we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. All right, here we go. Welcome to AFA at the Core. Rick Green with you today, America's Constitution coach, and uh, just glad to be on the team. I love, I love the chance to take your calls, uh, to just share what's going on in the world. Some good, the bad, and the ugly, uh, just news headlines, what's happening. I just, man, I got a good life. I'm just blessed to, to get to pontificate on whatever comes into my head. My wife is trying to get me to think before I speak. That doesn't always happen, uh, so it's really dangerous and uh, that I have a live microphone. Uh, I'm sure that uh, producer extraordinaire Bobby has his finger over the mute button so he can, if I say something really stupid, he can, no, he can't stop it. It's too late. It just goes out on the airwaves. But anyway, God bless you for listening today. Uh, just a great time of the year. You know, here we are celebrating the birth of Christ and getting in the Christmas spirit already. Uh, hope you've got some great plans uh, with your family. So I'm going to be um, I'm going to be hitting some of the bad news today, though. So I'm just telling you, I'm warning you up front. You know, Tuesday was a lot of good news. We had the, you know, Biden uh, executive order on transgenderism stopped by the courts. Uh, we got the gal, the soccer gal that, uh, you know, has stood up and the courts letting her her case go forward where her coach was bullying her for not kneeling to the woke agenda. Uh, there was just a lot of, of, of good news items to, to rattle off on Tuesday. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm going to hit some bad today. So, you know, if you want to call in and, and, uh, and, 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 you know, talk about those items, I would love to hear from you. 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. The first one, I just have to put in the ridiculous column. I don't even know if that is a column, but, you know, typically I do the good, the bad, and the ugly, but this is just ridiculous. Saw it on Tudor Dixon's um, uh, Twitter last night. She was talking about a Detroit school board has voted to remove Dr. Ben Carson. Ben Carson? I mean, who has anything to say about Ben Carson that's bad? I mean, here this guy is. He's just been a national hero. I mean, actual, true neurosurgeon, uh, uh, done a phenomenal job at um, just in a in a very, I, I don't know, his presentation is always like, you know, sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's not he's not like me. I mean, I'm a little bit caustic. I can understand absolutely a school removing my name uh, for things that I say and do. Uh, but Ben Carson, anyway, they're removing Dr. Ben Carson's name from the Benjamin Carson High School of Science and Medicine. Same school has bragged about being, quote, deeply using CRT. So now they're going to get rid of, as Tudor said, uh, eliminate one of their most amazing role models. It makes no sense whatsoever. Welcome to the world of leftism. It, the, common sense, logic, reason out the door. And in this case, they're going to get rid of one of their you know, greatest heroes from uh, Michigan. And, and not only that, a black hero. I mean, that's what doesn't make sense. These people are, they, they, they really do believe that, Regardless, you know, on one hand, they actually agree with us that the color of your skin shouldn't matter. But they only agree on that in that the color of your skin shouldn't matter. As long as you're a leftist, they're okay with you. But if you have any kind of constitutional, biblical, conservative viewpoint, if the color of your skin is black or brown or anything else, doesn't matter. They still think you're a racist. 
And so, I mean, uh, where we would say color of skin shouldn't matter at all. We actually agree with Martin Luther King Jr., who said that we should be judged by the content of our character, not the color of our skin. We kind of thought that was the game plan, right? That's the dream, we thought. But in the last few years, all of this critical race theory, uh, critical queer theory, all of these things they've come up with, all leftist, communist, Marxist ideas, uh, the MLK view of the world is out the window. The come let us reason together model is out the window. The, you know, there is neither Jew nor Greek model out the window. No, all that matters is first the color of your skin and then do your political positions align with the Marxist viewpoint. And if they don't, then we're even going to discount the color of your skin. So sorry, Ben Carson, you're out. I mean, despite the fact that you've done so much good for so many people, you're out because you were aligned with Donald Trump. You accepted his appointment, and therefore by serving in the Trump administration, you are persona non grata, you're gone, and uh, dis, uh, you know just uh, completely canceled. That's the world of the left, fo- folks. So we start with that piece of bad news, uh, and then this one. Okay, this is bad and good. Uh, by the way, phone number 888-589-8840 if you want to weigh in on any of this. If you got a comment, question, insult, whatever, we'll take it. But but the New York Times, <clears throat> I can't believe I'm having to say this again. They, now we're back to masking. Okay, they're recommending we all mask up, and and they they put out this. You know, uh, let me just read it. It's time to wear a mask again. Health experts say. Which experts might that be? Because we learned over the last three years that the supposed experts aren't at all. They're they're actually wrong most of the time, and they're dishonest. They're willing to lie to you. So I, I don't trust these experts. But according to the New York Times, uh, it's time to wear a mask again, health experts say. A high-quality, well-fitting mask is your best protection against infection from the coronavirus, influenza, and RSV. Now, so we're just going to throw it all in there now. I mean, anytime there's anything anywhere near us, we got to mask up. They go on to say there is quote, strong evidence that masks help to reduce the transmission of several respiratory viruses. One paper published in 2020 by researchers in Hong Kong showed that people sick with either COVID or the flu uh, breathed out fewer viral particles when virus infection. Anyway, if you click on the links, though, this is what um, Dr. Vinay Prasad, who I follow on social media and I've found to be one of the few medical professions out there willing to tell it like it is. Anyway, he shared it and he said, "Okay, look, click on the word evidence." So they so they say strong evidence, and then you click on it, and it leads to a what he cluster RCT. I don't know what RCT is, uh, but he said it leads to a cluster RCT that was quote, wait for it, negative. It failed to show a benefit of masking. So the strongest evidence they can find, Doctor Prasad said, is negative. It's it's just hilarious. I mean, it's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it's all three in one. It's good because it just shows. The foolishness of these people. Remember, my theme through this whole thing for three years has been Romans one twenty two. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. I actually had that printed. I, I, I don't have one close by. I think I burned them all. But I had that printed on my fake mask that I wore every time I had to get on an airplane. And they forced me to wear it to be able to travel and share with you and others uh, about uh, the proper role of government and the fact that there was never a law passed to allow them to force you to wear these masks. That was uh, the dictates of a, of a senile uh, president that uh, couldn't even give a speech uh, uh, without, this, uh, without his um, uh, teleprompter. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, my mask always said Romans one twenty two. 
professing fools. I couldn't get the whole verse on there, so I had to put professing fools, and then hopefully people would look it up. And uh, at any rate, so that's that's been the story from this from, from day one. They are literally fools professing themselves to be wise. And now let me just offend anyone in the crowd um, that has uh, fallen for all of this and continued to be fearful. Um, stop. Stop being fearful. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind. Study. Do the research. Click on the links that say strong evidence. Read the research. I don't know how many studies I've read over the last three years and the deep dive into this stuff to, to make sure that I'm not misleading anybody, and especially my own family. I mean, that's that's the only ones I'm responsible for. When you hear me talk about this stuff, it's nothing but an opinion. You can, you can weigh that with everybody else's and make your own decision. I am not like these... Uh, radical leftists who want to use the power of government to make you make certain health decisions. Instead, I want to gather the information, make the decision for my family, and then encourage you to do the research and just give you the truth as I have found it. And there is, without question, no reason to be wearing a mask. I, I used to say, even okay, if you're in the vulnerable category, then it makes sense for you to wear. Even then, I think it's it's foolish at this point. I absolutely believe the mask has become an IQ test. So if you're walking around with a mask on, you failed the IQ test. And it's not your fault. You've been lied to. You've been absolutely lied to by the President of the United States, by the supposed health experts, sometimes by your own doctor, uh, and, and certainly by the media who has just bombarded you for three years with fear and uh, so you may be caught in the the cycle of just being so afraid uh, that 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 you've latched onto the the symbol of the COVID cult, the mask, and uh, and and you just can't let go of it. I, I I understand, but I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus to be set free from that fear. I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus to have discernment, and that God would give you the Holy Spirit would give you discernment to see truth. And uh, and no longer have to be trapped in this thing, friends. We are we are built for relationship, and that beautiful smile that you have is meant as a as a way that God designed us to greet each other uh, and encourage each other. And those facial expressions should not be hidden by that mask. It's doing you no good. In fact, I think it's doing more harm. Because not only psychologically, I know it's doing more harm psychologically, but they're already starting to show the fibers you're breathing in all day long with that mask on, the lack of oxygen that you're getting, all of the things that you get when you wear the mask. And the, and the fact that schools, some schools are still requiring this of children. Some college campuses are still requiring you to wear a mask and get jabbed and all of this stuff when all of the evidence is so obvious right now. First of all, the vaccines are not safe and effective. They're not safe and they're not effective. The masks are not helping you. They're only hurting, and they're continuing to, to cause people to live in fear. So here we go. I mean, it just they, they want a, a whole nother round now that, uh, that that it's flu season. So they're coming back after us with this stuff. And Dr. Uh, Prasad makes it, you know, just a wonderful uh, points out in a, in a wonderful way uh, how shallow and thin and non-existent their quote unquote science is. All right. I, I could go off on this one all day long uh, in, in my attempt to offend every member of the audience. Um, I, I, I probably should if I want to really accomplish that task. And remember, if I step on your toes, I do apologize. My intent is to stomp on them and wake you up, get you out of that slumber 
and get you finding truth. Let's go to the phones. We got uh, let's see several phone calls already waiting. Uh, let's start in Dallas, Texas. Of course, we're going to start in Texas. Texas is the center of the universe. Is all Texans know only two kinds of people: Texans and those that want to be Texans. That's the other the other category. Okay, Dennis in Dallas, go for it, brother. Hey, Rick, how you doing today? Man, I am doing so much better than I Can deserve. Yeah, I hear you great, man. Go for it. Aren't we all? Anyway, real quickly, I want to say about Ben Carson, that is the kindest, most gentle, soft-spoken man I've ever heard. Amen. And people who aren't Christian don't have common sense. Yep, yep. I, man, I, <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, there's a lot of Christians without common sense right now because they're not listening to God's Word. They're listening to these supposed experts. But, man, I, I totally agree. That's what's so but weird I, about them. Yeah canceling Ben Carson just doesn't make you know it just doesn't make sense I, I can understand you know there's guys out there like Steve Bannon myself I mean there's a lot of others that are you know sometimes we come across a little bit a little bit strong and so I can understand those who would take offense not listen to the whole program not you know all that good stuff but I, I mean even when Ben Carson is really giving it to you he says it in that sweet voice and and you just I just don't get it I don't understand why they it, it's just a lack of willing to have any opinion other than their own. Um, so couldn't agree with you more. We need more common sense. That's absolutely for sure. Where do you get com- – I mean, common sense is essentially wisdom when you think about it. And so you can have all the knowledge in the world and not have wisdom, and that's what's happening in the country because you kick God out, and, of course, the, the fear of, uh, of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's also – that's where you get to wisdom is a application of the Bible. So if, if even we as Christians are rejecting the Bible, and Noah Webster said that all the miseries that we experience from vice, crime, ambition, slavery, and war, it comes from neglecting or despising the, the principles in the Bible. And so we as Christians don't necessarily despise those principles, but we do neglect them when we're not in God's Word. And so then when we neglect them, we aren't getting the wisdom from God's Word. So even if we have knowledge, we're not going to have common sense. And we, too, will profess ourselves to be wise and actually be full. So great point, Dennis, man. Really, really good stuff. we got a lot more calls, and we're going to get to those when we come back from the break. Maybe we'll just make the whole program about common sense and wisdom. How do you get it? God's Word. we got to dive in. we got to be in God's Word more. You know, I tell people all the time now that you want to save the country, most important thing you can do. I mean, number one thing you can do is not take my Constitution class. That's number two. <laughs> number one thing you can do is be in God's Word. Without God's word, without his wisdom, we will not save the country. So no Webster's right. Let's not neglect. Let's not despise God's word. Let's get into God's word, and then we can get rid of all those evils in our country. We're not going to get rid of all of them. It's not going to be perfect to this side of heaven. But, man, we can get back to a place that honors and glorifies God, and his blessings will be seen throughout our community. Stay with us, folks. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. You're listening to AFA at the Core. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Full weaponization of the federal government to crush a political opponent. Politicians and a political party that build themselves as pro-life while refusing to actually do what's in their power to stop the killing of little babies. The successful and unrelenting advance of regressivism. All of these are signs that our national condition is not merely a natural phenomenon. It's spiritual. Civic engagement without spiritual engagement produces political roller coasters. National course correction will only come by national repentance. We must elevate him. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner. 
or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, Public Policy Analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising God the Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. According to a 2019 survey by Common Sense Media, the average American teen spends nearly seven and a half hours enjoying screen time daily. Keep in mind that this number does not account for time spent doing homework or attending virtual classes. Teens today are spending the equivalent of nearly an entire workday watching videos, scrolling through social media, and texting with friends. Most devices like phones, tablets, and smart TVs come equipped with the ability to set password-protected screen time limits. Use them, but before you try a cold turkey approach, consider weaning back the time allowed on devices by a half hour at a time. Plan to use those 30 minutes to get outside and enjoy the beauty of nature God created for us. Like what you've heard? Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality is changing hearts and lives. It speaks directly to the power and the grace of God. It gives me hope for people that I know that are struggling. The whole idea of In His Image has moved me. We actually had one gentleman contact us, and he said that this film changed his mind about this issue. We had a pastor reach out to us, and he said that he'd been struggling with hatred in his heart towards people in the LGBTQ community, and this film helped him to realize he needed to have compassion and show people the love of Christ. We also had this same-sex attracted couple contact us, and they said after seeing the film, they wanted to live obedient lives for Christ no matter what, and they said, please. Please pray for us. We know this is going to be hard. We've even had people come to faith in Jesus through In His Image. To find out more, visit InHisImage.movie. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to AFA at the Core. Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach, with you this afternoon. Phones are lit up, so let's just go back to the phones. Next caller is Jerry in College Station. Another Texas call here. Looks like we got several Texas calls here. I guess I just uh, I just attract those those wise fellow Texans. Jerry, go ahead. Comment or question or insult today? Hey, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hook you up, brother. I'm going to I'm going to insult the. I'm going to insult the other half of the people that you didn't insult because let me tell you something. It doesn't take a genius now. I graduated high school in the in the nineties, but it doesn't take a genius to read the back of the mask box and on the back of that box because I can verify I saw it yesterday at a store. It says "Does not stop the transmission of cold or coronaviruses." So I don't know why people want to wear them things, man. It doesn't take a super genius. And you then, might- as you were saying, real quick, I'll get you one more. My my fifth grade daughter is learning history, and so she's having to you know go over people during the revolutionary times. And so I told her, I said, listen, on one of her test questions, it was who wrote Common Sense. And so to help her, I said, the person that wrote Common Sense, it's easy. If more people had it, they wouldn't be a pain. 
<laughs> That's pretty good, man. I like that. You say I heard you say whoop, and I see you're from College Station, so you must be an Aggie, and you got enough common sense to be an Aggie, so you're definitely not a Longhorn. Uh, and I am, so I have to. I have to ask forgiveness. I'm a T sip myself, but um, my son's an Aggie. So, so can I? Can I? Can I get into heaven that way? If my son's an Aggie, and I'm not. Anyway, that is a great call, Jerry, and I love that. Uh, and definitely, you know, Thomas Paine. If we could bring back Thomas Paine uh, and his writings and get people to even read that, uh, my goodness, we'd fall back in love with liberty. E- even his, even the stuff he talks about in terms of how it's hard to get. But anything worth getting is going to be hard. The more difficult the process is, this is an, an American crisis. He, uh, it, it's we don't appreciate that anymore, and so we want it so easy and we want it overnight. But he made it very clear, man. You want freedom? I mean, to think about the revolution itself. I mean, it really started in 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 you know with the Boston Massacre. But I mean, technically, with the shot heard around the world in, in 1775. That's April 19, 1775. Think about how long it took. I mean, from that point, we don't even declare independence for another year and a couple of months, and then we don't win the war for another seven years after that. Then we don't have the Constitution for another seven years after that. And then, you know, the Bill of Rights is another two years after that. I mean, folks, it takes time. And right now, we need a revolution of liberty in this country. And, of course, I'm talking about a revolution with ballots, not bullets. We're talking about, uh, you know, I say it over and over and over again. All the peaceable means we need, all the tools we need are right there at our fingertips. If we just use them. Jerry, great call, man. Appreciate that coming in from College Station. We got Karen in Abilene, Texas. You know, I what was the guy's name that had the song Abilene? It was he was uh he he won this country music show that was kind of like American Idol, but it was for country music, and I'm blanking on his name. Miranda Lambert got second in that contest. Anyway, he uh he had a great song about Abilene. And I'm I went to school in San Angelo, so I love Abilene. Karen, go ahead. <laughs> Hey, Rick. Uh, oh, my goodness. I had one quick question for you on Tuesday, and now I've got I've to gotta chime in on other comments. Uh, yes, I'm an Aggie, uh, class 80. Whoop. Yes, Whoop. and uh, you're forgiven. If you converted <laughs> from being a T-SIP, then you're forgiven. Uh, yeah. um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Also, before, before you go into your questions, Karen, I've got to tell you, I, I have labeled myself an Aggie wannabe. Since my son got the ring, I didn't. <laughs> and this is no joke. During law school, I was at UT. I got to UT. I went to Angelo State right south of you there in San Angelo for undergrad. Right. And then I get to Austin, and it's like culture shock, right? I mean, pink hair, yeah. nose rings, all the all the crazy Austin stuff. So I became an Aggie wannabe, and all my buddies were at College Station. So I would drive to A&M every weekend and hang out there and then come back to Austin. And then I, pl- I, 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 dev- I devised a plan. I said, i got to have the Aggie ring. So I'm going to get my master's from A&M, and I'm going to skip law school on Tuesdays and Thursdays and drive to A&M and work on my master's and get that done while I'm in law school. That was my master plan. I didn't pull it off. I don't have the Aggie ring, I must admit. So thank you well, for, for I your forgiveness. Well, I bet you paid for one, though. I, I feel like I've been absolved since since you, you – know, anyway, go ahead. All right, enough about that. Well, and just I, I do want to encourage you. Thank you for uh, – we were leading off because I, I was a teacher of the deaf. And, um, yes, this masking oh. thing, I mean, child development in itself, that is not my question. I do have a quick question. Yeah. But uh, child development itself, babies don't know words. They learn from expressions, and our kids are just – so I'm just agreeing with you on that. Um, even myself, well, I have a hearing we- loss now. And, and, I would tell and what, people, is, I what a travesty. My, no, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I cannot imagine life over the last three years for our deaf community. You know, my, my sister's best friend growing up was deaf, and so we learned sign language, and she, my, she was actually an interpreter. And uh, I, I just, uh, throughout this, I've thought about that. I've, I'm like, how do you, I mean, even just going into stores, going into restaurants, and everybody's masked up, and you need to read lips, and uh, what what a disaster. Just, just awful. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
So that's okay. I was I'm trying to ask a question from last Tuesday. It's just a yeah. quick question. I I just know you might have some insight, but on this disrespect for marriage act, um, all the things have been going on. All these gays. One of the things you said last Tuesday I was like it just got me thinking. Um, all these people that are so you were talking about Brittany Griner and all these people that are supposedly married. I'm just curious. Are they paying the marriage tax that we have to pay? Uh, I'm assuming on their taxes if they are if they are you know um, you know married in, the, in their particular married, state yeah then they then they their tax forms are going to be exactly like ours and so they they would uh, they would end up with the the, the same deductions or, or credits and lack of deductions or credits that, that that we do I would assume that I'm not an, I'm not a CPA but I I'd be shocked if they were treated any different under the under the under the tax code that's what they fast for that's what they've gotten um so yep I, I bet they are when i was just i'm thinking they probably have special exemptions i don't know i mean nothing yeah. surprises me anymore i'm like my husband like would like to get silently divorced we don't you know just so we don't pay that astronomical <laughs> marriage tax well it's it's but, it's, um, it's really and it's and it's and it's the whole code right the whole code is is designed to um you know it makes it difficult and and it and it, and it uh that's why so many of us for su- for such a simple system either a, a flat tax or a, or go straight to sales tax and and then you don't pick winners and losers on, on all these things but you know good question i and i got to applaud you Karen you're brave calling in on a day that i was you know ranting about masks and covid <laughs> and with the name Karen you still called in that was brave <laughs> And I even took your call. That was even more brave. <laughs> well, thank you, Rick. You're fun. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and thank you so much for taking over. On I sure enjoy your shows on Tuesday and Thursday, so thank well, you so much. I appreciate that. You send in letters and calls to AFA and say, we can't survive without Rick. Keep him on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm just kidding. Don't oh, I can do it. I can do it. So, thank you. Have You're a awesome. very Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. All right, let's head over to South Dakota. We've uh, we've given Texas their their quota for the day through first three calls. South Dakota, David in South Dakota. Thanks for calling in, man. That's where I went pheasant hunting last month. It was great. It was cold, but it was great. Oh, oh, go ahead, man. Can you hear me? I hear you, brother. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm cold. I lay out of the ditch. I'm in the middle of a blizzard right now. Yeah, but, see, uh, yeah, it was it was snowing when I was there too. I was like, I left Texas, ninety five degree weather, and went up there to South Dakota, went hunting, and froze. My fingers were just frozen throughout the whole. Anyway, I'm, I'll stop complaining. Go ahead, brother. What's your yeah. what's your comment or question? Well, so I don't know where my phone is right now. I lost somewhere to pick up on speaker. I'll let you go. I'll get you back another time. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I can hear you if you want to go for it. Nope, think I lost you. Okay. Let's jump over to Bill in Louisiana then. Hey, Bill, if you can hear me. Or do I still have Jerry? No, I mean David in South Dakota. I hear David's windshield wipers. Bill, you out there? Hey, Bill. Bill? Yep, I hear you, brother. (laughs) From Louisiana? Yes, sir. You're up. Go for it. Oh, great, great. Well, first of all, I appreciate everything y'all do on AFR. I mean, I've got it on my radio on AFR every time I'm in the car. But uh, what my comment is about this uh, uh, COVID vaccine, I've got a five-year-old granddaughter that the other grandparents are raising her, and they decided to get her the Pfizer shot for children. Uh, She had a seizure and fell out at school. 
she ended up in the children's hospital in New Orleans, and uh, they said it caused her to have, uh, and I'm not sure I can pronounce it right, Julian Barra syndrome, uh, and uh, she also has uh, autoimmune encephalitis. Uh, the hospital confirmed that it was caused from the vaccine, and uh, she's uh, on anti-seizure medicine and, and having to exercise regularly to get her muscles back to where they operate like they should. It was uh, the Pfizer children's shot that she got. Bill, I, uh, man, first of all, um, just lift your granddaughter up to the Lord, ask for healing. Father, just touch that girl uh, and, and just remove the poison uh, that she received and, and the effects of it. Just pray that you would give her a complete healing. Bill, I, I am so sorry to hear that, man. I, it makes me righteously angry when I hear these stories um, because the, the government lied to us. Uh, the pharmaceutical companies lied to us. The health supposed experts lied to us. And your, your granddaughter's not alone. Millions, millions of people have been severely injured from these vaccine, vaccines. And I, I want to encourage you, Bill, to make sure that your, that your daughter's uh, or, or daughter and son-in-law or son and daughter-in-law, whatever it is, um, that they file this with the, with the VAERS system, that it goes into the system and that they seek compensation from the federal government on this, but also consider finding, a, and there's going to be tons of lawsuits against the government and against the pharmaceutical companies over this. They do not have the blanket immunity that everybody, that I thought they had, honestly. There are ways to go after them because of the fraud that they perpetrated on the American people over this thing and the evidence that they hid with regard to the damage. So I strongly encourage you to find people that can, that can a legal team uh, that, that can help you with this. Your granddaughter deserves compensation on this. Your, your family deserves compensation on this. And, uh, and, and the people that did this, um, we deserve justice against them. And that's why it's so important for the investigations against Anthony Fauci, who was the, the, the chief liar about these things, uh, and, and, the, and the, the way that they manipulated the public and intimidated the public and, and, and forced the public to get these shots. And the idea that they would do that for kids is just unconscionable. There has been no reason for them to force these on the on the kids. Um, only about 1,000 kids have had uh, any kind of a, a serious adverse reaction to COVID itself out of all the millions of children in the country that have had it. And so there was no reason to push these vaccines on children. And yet they did it. And so here you have it, folks. You just heard the story from Bill in Louisiana, a five-year-old that is facing these seizures and, and, and perhaps a lifetime of negative reactions. Um, there will be so much damage from this deception, this money-grabbing deception that the pharmaceutical companies – and I'm not – I have not been an anti-pharma person my whole life. I, I'm a free market person. I have always said let the individuals make the decision, let individual companies, as long as they're held accountable when they, when they, fraud, when they defraud or their product hurts someone, then it's a free market issue. Let everybody decide. That's not what happened here. What happened here was that big pharma bought our government, paid off through all of the money that they, that they uh, funnel to politicians – and, and the fact that the FDA and the CDC and all these supposed agencies that are supposed to be looking out for your safety, which are all unconstitutional, by the way, none of them should have existed in the first place, should have been state issues, but, but they were literally co-opted and bought by Big Pharma. And so instead of it being a free market issue, your government, our government paid for 
Big Pharma to have these products, paid for their research, paid for the products themselves, paid for the advertising, and then used the force of government to make people get the shot and get the product. That's not free market at all. People lost their jobs if they weren't willing to get this jab. People were ostracized, not allowed to participate in public society and and polite society. It was an absolute scam the whole time. Not only were these shots not safe, they were not effective. They did not do what we were told they would do. And a lot of people, millions of people, got the jab based on the lies and got harmed based on the lies. And they deserve compensation. And Bill's family is one of those. I'm sorry. I, I could go off on this for the rest of the show. I just get, I, I, I've always had a problem with, with fraud and corruption and, 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 the, gov- and the government business uh, co-op where they come together and they collude together. It is, it is shameful. Absolutely shameful shameful. All right, phone number is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. A lot of other people to get to. Let's see how many we can get to uh, one more before the break, and then uh, then we'll see how many we can cram in on the final segment. It's Barb in Nebraska, I believe. Barb in Nebraska. Go ahead, Barb. What's your comment, question, or insult? And I'm sorry to, to make it short on you, but uh, hard break coming up in about 60 seconds. Go for it. Hey, Barb, you out there? All right, Barb, I don't hear you, but I'm just going to believe you're there. <laughs> now, Barb, if you're there, go ahead. If not, all right, I don't hear you. Let's jump over to Lisa in Arkansas. We'll see if we can get her call in before we go to break. Hey, Rick, thank you so yeah. much for taking my call. You betcha. Um, go ahead. Just want to tell just want to tell Bill, we will be lifting his granddaughter up. That is Amen. just truly heartbreaking what has happened to them, and it's infuriating. Um, I just recently started listening to Robert Kennedy Jr.'s podcast where he interviews Dr. McCullough, Dr. Malone, yes, so many others. And we've been being deceived for, this is not the first deception, we've been being deceived for dozens and dozens of years now with the pharmaceutical companies so i would just urge people to continue to do their research continue to listen to people like you who are trying to bring the truth out and stop blindly following everything they're told um i used to think that the deception from second thessalonians only dealt with the rapture but i believe more and more it deals with what we're dealing with today so many people are deceived on a spiritual level that it's it's just frightening. Are you and are you talking about the verse where it talks about when you reject the truth, you buy the lie, you act on the lie, and you have to live with the consequences of the lie? Um, I'm actually talking about Second Thessalonians two nine through twelve, where it talks about God sending them a strong delusion. Yes. I think people have rejected God to the point that He's like, "I'm done. You just yeah. go believe what you want to believe." And yeah. I wanted to say one other thing. Um, I don't know if you know Jeff Shreve personally, that does uh, from his heart and real truth for today at nine a.m. on on an AFR. He married my husband and I. He is a UT guy, and his wife graduated from A and M. Oh, what a family it's dynamic! An interesting relationship. <laughs> and, I, and I'm a red, I'm a Red Raider, so go Red Raiders. <laughs> Lisa, thank you for calling in. I'm sorry to cut you off. Got to hit a break here, folks. We'll be right back. So much I want to respond to that Lisa said. Really, really good call. We'll be right back. You're listening to AFA at the Core. Hi. 
I'm Jenna Ellis. I'll be hosting AFR Mornings beginning January 2nd. I'm a constitutional law attorney, former senior advisor to President Trump, and a born-again Christian. I'm excited to join American Family Radio, and I can't wait to start your weekdays with current events and godly encouragement. It's an interesting time in history, and God has put each of us here for such a time as this. We have a lot to talk about. So join me for Jenna Ellis in the morning beginning January 2nd on AFR. Too busy to catch your favorite shows on the radio? Have no fear, because the AFR app is here. Download the app to have access to live broadcast, music streaming, as well as each podcast. Whether you're at work, at home, or on the go, it's easy to listen to AFR. The AFR app is available not only for Apple and Android users, but also on Amazon Alexa and Roku. Download the AFR app today at AFR.net. Did you know the abortion pill accounts for over 50% of all abortions? Preborn Ministry continues to stand with women in crisis in their darkest hour and bring hope and life. After Marissa took the abortion pill, she immediately regretted it, but Preborn was there for her. Look at that baby. Look how beautiful he is. Look at that. Abortion pill reversal actually works. Let's hear his heartbeat. Oh, look how strong it is. Oh, praise God. By God's amazing grace, this baby was saved, but many more need our help. To learn how you can be a part of rescuing babies' lives and sharing the heart of Jesus, go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true. The typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited-time offer. You have to sign up before December 31st. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now, 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to AFA at the Core. Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach with you. Phones are lit up, so let's just go back to the calls. Uh, I, I do want to say re- quick response to Lisa. Great call, by the way. She said so many things uh, just just spot on, and and I completely agree. I mean, wh- whether you go to uh, Robert Kennedy's uh, podcast to listen to Dr. McCullough and, and, and uh, Dr. Malone or uh, Joe Rogan did a, a long three-hour interview with each of them, goodness, over a year ago, and that was the eye-opener uh, for a lot of people. That was the first time it really th- those two guys really had a chance to get their message out because they were canceled by Twitter, by Facebook, by all the social media. Uh, they were completely you know, blacklisted, I mean, literally put in the dark, and, and uh, because they were, their, their, their comments were so powerful. I mean, McCullough's the most uh, published 
cardiac guy in the country, and then Malone was a, a one of the inventors of this technology, the mRNA uh, technology. So for them to come out and say this sh- is wrong, shouldn't be, shouldn't have been rushed to market, and and all the things that they said and did, uh, it was a um, you know almost a silver bullet. And so that's why they were silenced. Well, you know, they've been finally getting back out there. Elon Musk has finally uh, got McCullough back on Twitter. Um, you know, they're, they're slowly but surely they're, they're getting out there. Most of their voice was at private events with, with Clay Clark or, or on, you know, shows that, that were willing to, to hear them. And thankfully they got their message out there for enough people that it really – they were, I think, the, the voices that God used to start turning this thing, thing around – um, so anyway, Lisa, thank you for that call. Thank you for mentioning that that podcast. Uh, you know, listen, Robert Kennedy uh, is, uh, I, I think, a champion. He's a liberal, man. He, he and I don't agree on a lot of stuff, but he has been a champion on going after the what I call medical industrial complex. And, I, and I've had firsthand experience with these people. So, so listen, again, a free marketer. I'm totally a free marketer. But 20, almost five years ago, 23 years ago, that was one of my main issues when I was a legislator in Texas was getting vaccine choice. Not, I was not anti-vax. I you know, absolutely think people should be able to, uh, I think it's been one of the greatest technological advances in, in human history. It's saved a ton of lives, the different, some of those key vaccines. Uh, but but this, this schedule of, of, of dozens and dozens of doses in infants at such a young age, I just knew, again, common sense, wisdom, you know, this can't be good for that kid or for their immune system. And the pharmaceutical companies have been able to make that the way of life for Americans. And, and the number of diseases and the number of neurological problems and all of that uh, is just astronomical and it's off the charts. And so I wanted parents to be able to do what we did as a family, and that was pick and choose and have the schedule that we wanted, not what the medical industrial complex wanted to force on us because it was easy and it made them a lot of money. So I got the wrath of the medical industrial complex 23 years ago. I mean, they came after me. It's the reason I ended up losing my second race. Uh, it's a long sorted story. But the bottom line is um, it, they, they uh, will silence anyone that jeopardizes their pocketbook and jeopardizes their agenda. And Robert Malone and Peter McCullough are at the tip of the spear on that this go around now 23 years later. And so I'm very thankful for those guys and Robert Kennedy, as you mentioned, Lisa. Um, so anyway, good stuff. Thank you for calling. And uh, and very interesting, the uh, the uh, uh, UT uh, A&M uh, families that uh, that that mix it up, which you know, I guess that that now includes my family since I'm a T-sip and and my son is a is an Aggie. So anyway, let's go to back to the phones. Charles in Ohio. Uh, so we had a lot of Southern calls. We got to move up a little bit here. Ohio, Charles, go ahead, man. Comment or question today? I have a question. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, so yeah, thank you. So my employer at work, she cautions me to be less vocal about my faith at work. And so I have a question about the First Amendment in particular. Um, it says, you know, Congress shall not uh, pass any law prohibiting the free exercise uh, of religion or, you know, establishing the establishing a religion, I should say. Um, and so I'm just wondering what, what are the limitations a private employer would have yeah. In this kind of context, in light of that language, yeah. uh, my my boss does not work for the federal government, so uh, it's a private company. Y- yes. And so yeah, what, private how company. Exactly, I hate to exactly answer this. Would- 
Yeah, I hate to answer this like a lawyer, Charles, but it's unfortunately it's it's a little muddy on this part. So 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 you're you're right. The First Amendment says Congress shall make no law respecting establishment religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So you got two clauses there that government cannot establish a religion, and then government cannot prohibit the free exercise of religion. And so for a private entity, what's happened is you've got all of this case law over the last you know really fifty years is where it really gets busy on this issue and what can a private employer do when is it a government action when is it a private action how much of your freedom of religion is protected when you when you go to work in general i'll just say it in general uh, uh if you're not if you're not disrupting the workforce and you're not you know distracting people from doing their job and what what they're supposed to be doing there typically they will the courts will protect your expression and so that that has come down to things like wearing a cross necklace or having pictures on your on your uh, desk or having a Bible on your desk that that sort of thing. If you're like you know um, spending the time that you're supposed to be working sharing the gospel and 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 talking to people about the Bible and that sort of thing, and you're distracting them from doing their work and that sort of thing, they're not going to protect that. And as I I don't think they should either, right? Like that's that's where you get into a, into a messy situation. So I, I'm not sure what your particular action was that your that your employer called out. Um, but I would just say be wise, you know, uh, why, and, and make sure that you're not distracting people from work uh, and that you're sharing it on break. And if you're sharing on break and they're receptive and, and you're not like, you know, uh, um, annoying people or are or, or overdoing it or being overbearing, um, then, you know, the employer should not be asking you uh, to, to be silent. But if you are doing it in a way that it's distracting or becoming an issue for people at work, uh, they they probably are are g- not going to be stopped from saying to you, hey, you know, need to back off a little bit here. So it's just a, it's just you know, use your wisdom. It's uh it's 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 the same way you would share the gospel on an airplane or any anywhere else. You want to do it in a in a way that um you know is not uh, accosting people. And I, I I can tell by your voice and and the way you ask the question, that's probably not what you're doing. Uh, and so it could be that that uh, you're in a muddy area, and that's where, you know, I obviously can't give legal advice uh, over the air and uh, not representing you or any of those kind of things. But just in general, that's the way the courts have typically approached it. If you're not distracting from work and all that kind of stuff and your expression is is, is part of your who you are, um, you know, and, and it's not, uh, you know, accosting people and that sort of thing, it should be allowed. But, again, fine line there, you know, muddy water in terms of exactly how it's being done. Okay, let's head over to Robert in Iowa. Robert in Iowa, thanks for calling in today, sir. What's your comment or question? Hey, Robert, if you're still with me, sorry to keep you waiting so long, but go for it if you can hear me. All right, we may have lost Robert. We'll try to come back to you. If not, next one up was David back over in South Dakota. A different Oh no! Wait, that's David in South Dakota that I think was in the snowstorm. So David, if you're if you're uh, not run off the road and uh, and the blizzard has not consumed you and you can hear me, go for it. All right, I don't hear anybody, so I'm going to give it a third try with Rhonda in Oklahoma. Rhonda in Oklahoma, go for it. Okay, I hear. I hear somebody. Who am I talking to? Yeah, it, it's Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda, go for I it. Have, I, have a, I have a comment about the Pfizer vaccine. My son, had he's in the military, and he had perfect blood pressure before. After the first vaccine, it went up to level two. After the booster, it went up to level three. 
The only reason he hasn't stroked out is because he's in such good shape. Oh, Rhonda, I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna get me um, you're gonna get me in trouble because this is where I really get heated. Um, I get heated over the kids being forced to vac- vaccinate, and I get heated over the military because here you have people that are in the best shape of their life. Uh, you know, I, I, in fact, I've done shows with Navy SEALs. I mean, that that were being forced to get a vaccine. That 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 first of all, if they got COVID, chances of anything bad happening to them through through COVID were slim to none. Not totally none, but slim. Uh, and, and in the best shape of their life, crazy that that we would inject them with this thing. They had every right to object to it on religious grounds, um, and frankly, just on conscientious grounds. This is not like most of the vaccines in the military. I totally understand. You sign up for the military. You're going off to some place where you know there's all kinds of disease or whatever and they're giving you a ton ton of different shots i get that that makes sense i understand you can't object to those things but the covid vaccine was totally different and absolutely they used it to drum out people out of the military uh that that would question in any way and and biden is still doing that and and hopefully the 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 republican house is going to be able to put enough pressure on to stop this of course the bill that was just negotiated supposedly got rid of it we'll see i hope that I hope that happens. Rhonda, for your son, I am so sorry. The very people willing well, he, to put their lives on the line for us. had COVID. Yeah, go, and, and there, it is, there again, if you had COVID and you got the vaccine or you get the vaccine and then you get COVID, there's all kinds of problems that they're discovering as a result of that. So to have already had COVID and have natural immunity and the military still force a vaccine, Rhonda, is ridiculous. It's, it goes against everything we've ever learned in science about natural immunity, uh, and and also violates the conscience uh, for your son to have to do that, and clearly he's having to live with the with the results uh, of it. And to me, this is a an absolute betrayal of the very people that are fighting for our freedom, that have put their lives on the line, years of their lives on the line. So even for the people in the military that aren't on, in the trenches on the front lines, they've given up their their youthful years to serve us, and this is how Joe Biden treats them. This is how they're being treated by the very country that they're defending. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. And uh, I pray your son uh, can recover 100% and stop getting the, 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 the boosters. I hope that this negotiated deal between the Republicans in the House demanding that the vaccine mandate be removed from all branches of the military, I hope this thing is actually implemented because I have I have lost count and, and, and shed ton, a lot of tears over uh, uh, members of our military that have been harmed, uh, women that have lost their babies, um, the, 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 the number of miscarriages. I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on and uh, defies all logic. There, there's, a, there's zero science or logic to back up this vaccine mandate. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll try to stop. Okay, let's move over to uh, Michael in Houston. Michael in Houston, if you're with us, go for it, man. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. I'm actually from Spring, uh, the Woodlands, actually. Uh, All right. So, so I was thinking the other day, it just hit me, that this this whole gay marriage thing is a total affront to God, really, because the church is the bride of Christ. And so if you're saying that man can be with man, what you're actually saying is you can be your own God, essentially, mm-hmm. if you use the metaphor. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... It is a complete, just shaking your fist at, at the heavens, saying, we'll do what we want. 
you know, and, and the whole entire Democrat Party is, is uh, you don't hear anybody talking about how holy, you know, these sacraments, I'm using the, you know, Catholic form, but, you know, uh, these rites, like what if they were to say, oh, communion, we're going to change that meaning too. Oh, we're going to start changing that meaning. Where does it end? It's the same thing, Michael. They've been they've been doing it for decades, right? I mean, it was the whole co opting of the of the flag. I, I, I mean, the, the the rainbow to to be their flag to now be a symbol not of God's goodness and His mercy on us, but instead be a symbol of shaking our our fists at God. At God, even the word "gay," which is supposed to be happy and joyful and and all that. I you know I loved. Uh, uh, Pastor Ken out in Washington State. He passed away a few years ago, but man, he I used to have him on uh, on our Wall Builders Radio program all the time. He had a big press conference with another. He was a former lineman, you know. He was a, a football player for the Cowboys and forget who else. But anyway, he uh, uh, he had a, a press conference with another uh, pastor of his and says, "Hey, we're the gayest men, you know." We're joyful. We're happy. You know, he said, we're taking the word back. In other words, we're gay the way God intended for us to be gay, which is happy and joyful. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with your, you know, sexual proclivities. So anyway, yeah. No, Michael, you're right. Absolutely true. Um, they, they continue to co-opt these things that God created. That's what it's all about, distorting God's creation. That's what Satan does. That's what the enemy does. One last call before we run out of time. Randy over in Louisiana. Randy in Louisiana. Hey, Rick, boy, I yes, look sir. forward to listening to you every day. I appreciate you. Hey, uh, thank no, you, brother. Be quick, cause I hope I, hope I say this right. Uh, there's a lot of, I, I think DeSantis is a great guy, and he's he got a lot of savvy, and he's doing a good job, but uh, I haven't heard anybody talking about uh, his worldwide experience. Uh, uh, we really don't need OJT right now with all the problems we've got in the world, and I was wondering if people would... Uh, I mean, Trump has experience, and he's proven. Yeah. And I just wonder why nobody talks about that. Well, it's a good it's a good question, Randy. No, you know, the on the job training part of of, of politics uh, is almost 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 always required because you do have somebody stepping in that's never been president before. And clearly, like you're saying, uh, Donald Trump has the advantage there on uh, when you look at all you know these particular issues with with the worldwide issues and, and dealing with foreign leaders and showing that strength. I mean, those are definitely advantage Trump if it does come down to a Trump DeSantis um, you know battle in the primary, which it looks like that's that's very likely to happen. I, I do have to say though, man, DeSantis uh, doing this this committee and investigation of the vaccines and and all the things that happened. Wow, that's a big advantage to. Uh, DeSantis and you know Trump continues to stand behind the vaccine and actually continue to, t- to take credit for it, which I've said is a res- mistake on his part from the beginning. So you know, advantage Trump on 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 dealing with world leaders and and world issues. You're 100 percent right on that, Randy. I would have to say big advantage DeSantis on the issues at home, uh, specifically with the vaccine and, and COVID and the way he's handled those kind of things. So man, I hate I hate having this knockdown drag out in the Republican primary, but it looks like it's coming. So we'll have more calls on that in the future, I'm sure. Everybody have a fantastic afternoon. Thanks so much for listening to AFA at the Core. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.